The future of work isn't about shareholder value, technology, metrics, or automation. It's about being human and putting people first through actionable love. Welcome to the Love in Action podcast, where we hold deep conversations with extraordinary people to help you grow as a leader and expand your business. Here's your host, Marcel Schwantes. If you've ever had the privilege to work for a good leader, you've probably noticed that they have their people's best interests in mind. In other words, they genuinely care about the success of their people, including their career goals and aspirations. Now, it's counterintuitive for most bosses to naturally gravitate toward caring and serving the needs of others due to so many competing demands, so many pressures to meet deadlines and, and meet their own performance expectations. But as I've learned from the research, including having heard countless anecdotes from global leaders who come on this show, putting the focus and spotlight on the people that make your business go around is very good for your bottom line. All told, there are undeniable and, and specific caring traits exhibited by leaders that when those traits are spread across the organization, you're going to feel impact and you're going to experience results. The evidence is overwhelming. So I want to cover three attributes of the best leaders I have seen that are drastically missing in the majority of managers. By the way, these attributes that you will hear will be in my upcoming book that will be released next fall. So I'm giving you another sneak peek at the content that you're going to be reading in my book. So here's the first attribute. The best leaders I have found are role models for transparency. Now, transparency built over time is, is really the gateway to organizational trust. It's what will quell a toxic work culture where people are at odds. You know, the political climate may be heavy and personal egos are stifling team environments, right? So transparency eliminates all that and eliminates the likelihood of toxic behaviors like backstabbing, microaggressions, or vicious gossip. Essentially, transparency has always been and will always be about how teams work better together to get the best results. So in transparent work cultures, you can count on the guardians of the culture, those trusted team members and associates. It's not just the leaders that are the guardians of the culture, mind you, to watch out for things like politics or favoritism behind the scenes and squash such behaviors as soon as it happens. It's every team member's responsibility to guard the culture. So the work of transparency must first and foremost be modeled by leaders at all the levels to ensure that it's a cultural norm for getting work done in an open, collaborative, and respectful setting. So when people are not, you know, pulling their weight, leaders must have the courage to Pull the plug by being real with their own feelings first, followed by being radically honest with those who need critical feedback on their performance. That's transparency. The second attribute 
of the best leaders that I have found is that they don't neglect the power of one-on-one meetings. Bosses who look to model caring behaviors must do their absolute best to know the status and the condition of employees under their care. So there are questions they must ask for open and productive dialogue to take place. When they are curious enough to find out what's going on with their people and how their people feel about things, about decisions, about strategy, their team members will feel valued and give discretionary effort. And the best approach to make this happen hasn't changed at all over the years, even throughout the pandemic. But more and more people in management roles conducting work in now these digital environments, they're getting lazy and they're forgetting to meet through one-on-one conversations. The best leaders I have studied will spend sometimes up to half of their working hours meeting with their employees not in useless strategy meetings or huddles that waste people's times, but in meetings where they check in with both line managers and frontline people to affirm them and let them know that they're there to help, to support them. So one-on-one meetings don't have to have an agenda. They're used mostly to find out how things are going and whether your people have questions or concerns about the business or a particular strategy in play. And then there are the questions most bosses never ask, which I recommend asking at the end of a one-on-one meeting. Here's two. Is there anything I can do to help you be better at your job? And are there any problems that we're not addressing but should be? These two simple questions affirm the employee's value and voice and spawn great ideas for how to run the business together. The third and final attribute I want to cover, which will be in my book, is that the best leaders foster an environment of psychological safety. The term psychological safety, as many of us know, was coined by Harvard Business School professor Amy Edmondson, who came on the show. And she explains it as a, quote, a shared belief that the team is safe for interpersonal risk taking. So what Amy found is that better performing teams made more errors than worse performing ones. You may see this as a negative, but here's the catch. Amy found the best performing teams were admitting to errors and discussing them more often than other groups did. In other words, what distinguished the best performing teams was psychological safety, which facilitated a kind of a climate of openness to course correct and cut through problems faster. Psychological safety curbs the fear that historically makes it difficult for workers to think clearly and act confidently on their own to make decisions. So it helps to eliminate this this authoritarian way of, of managing people where bosses are yelling at workers for making mistakes or not knowing things. Psychological safety also allows employees committed to displaying cultural values like honesty and integrity to challenge the authority of those bosses who violate those same values. And lastly, you know, with employee well-being and mental health being such a top priority since the pandemic, 
Psychological safety decreases stress and burnout by giving people the autonomy to use their brains at critical times without asking for permission from micromanagers. Well, that wraps it up, folks. I'm Marcel Schwantes, and my mission is to spread more humanity in the workplace. And I do that through my keynotes and workshops, whether on-site or virtual. To book me for your company event or conference, connect with me on LinkedIn or find me on my website, marcelschwantes.com. Thank you for listening to the Love in Action podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it, subscribe, and leave us a review. Until next time, don't forget, the future of leadership is love in action. Believe it, practice it, and watch your business grow.